0: an undercover sting operation on the outskirts of Pretoria. Police are hoping to catch pangolin traffickers red-handed. Raymond Jansen, an expert on African pangolins, is posing as a dealer. Hours later, three men have walked into the trap. A small pangolin is found in their car. These creatures, scales, are used in traditional Chinese medicine, and its meat is considered a delicacy which is why the illegal trade in pangolins is booming.
1: That was a hard one.
0: As Jensen explains, operations like these are conducted every two or three weeks. The pangolin is now a formal
1: exhibit, so it has to be booked into the police station, not physically, but on paper, and then booked out with a certain identity number. And from here, the pangolin will go to the hospital uh, in Johannesburg, and the suspects will appear before a magistrate to face formal charges tomorrow morning.
0: This is a young pangolin that still needs nursing by its mother. It would have probably only survived another 10 days or so in captivity, says Jansen. It's mother is probably dead.
1: It's a little boy, 2.6 kilograms. And we let him just quickly walk around so we can have a quick look at the condition. If his tail drags on the floor, it's trouble. If he uses all four limbs, it's also trouble because this species of pangolin is bipedal, only walking on its hind legs. So if they use all four limbs, then it's very weak.
0: Veterinarian Kelsey Skinner administers anesthetic before giving the little pangolin a full examination. Her clinic has already treated 160 animals, many of them in critical condition due to dehydration, deep gashes, or parasites that weaken their immune system. Pangolins are the most trafficked mammals in the world.
1: We've only really been monitoring pangolin trafficking globally for about ten years. Um, But over the last four to five years, it's grown exponentially up to levels that are completely unsustainable for all eight species. And if traffic with these animals carries on for the next two decades, we may lose all eight species of this very unique order of mammal.
0: An estimated 100,000 pangolins are captured each year by poachers. Fortunately, this little specimen has no injuries. But given its weight loss, it evidently spent a lot of time in captivity. It will be a challenge for the animal to get used to its new environment. But Kelsey Skinner is confident about its prospects, having previously helped other pangolins of a similar age.
1: They really are so different, be it an adult, be it a youngster, um, they just, some of them are very shy, some of them are a bit more robust and give you a bit of a hard time when you try to work with them. Some of them are even comedians when they go out feeding, you know, they roll around and they roll in dung, in natural wild dung, and they just, some of them are very shy. Um, it's just incredible the, the difference in their personalities and how they come out when they feel comfortable around us.
0: As part of her ongoing research on pangolins in Namibia, last year, Kelsey Prediger founded a new and unprecedented conservation group dedicated to the animals. The zoologist uses camera traps and transmitters to track and study their behavior. But they're solitary, primarily nocturnal animals. And they share their habitat with dangerous predators all of which makes them hard to research.
2: As soon as I got to see them and watch them, they were just so interesting and fascinating. They are mammals, yet they look like little dinosaurs. And a lot of these special behaviors, like a mother with a pup and things, have rarely been observed. So it feels very special to even get to watch them.
0: The relatively little knowledge we have about pangolins also has technical reasons. Many of the transmitters available are too big. So Kelsey Prediger has approached specialist companies with a view to closing that data gap with custom-made tracking devices.
2: This transmitter was chewed by a hyena. while it was still on the pangolin. And unfortunately, we lost the GPS unit and you can see why they need to be tough.
0: Tonight, Kelsey Pretiger and ranger Saki Joseph are looking for a female. The battery for its transmitter needs changing every three months. The animal was released nearby a year ago and has since been supplying the researchers with valuable data. It enables them to track how much time the animal spent roaming the area until it settled. They can also perform regular checks on its health.
2: And this information is valuable to us in understanding what factors help a successful reintegration of an individual because there are a lot of um, territorial conflicts with resident pangolin and an understanding of how they settle in is very valuable for the future.
0: Back in South Africa, the little pangolin recovering in Johannesburg has now been given a name, Stephen, after the policeman who rescued him and a lot of other pangolins. Every day, Stephen is taken outdoors into nature for a while, also to get him used to feeding on ants again.
1: We aim for a target weight of six to six and a half kilograms. It's when they're strong enough to curl up and be able to keep themselves curled up in their protective ball. They then go to a safe release site and get introduced into a soft release process.
0: But for now, Stephen is given water from a bottle after his daily exercise. Thanks to that care, his weight is now back up to four and a half kilos. Once he's put on another two, it'll be time to say goodbye to Stevie, as he's fondly known here.